You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from one of my favorite girls, Kelsey Ballerini, and a big surprise from the legends themselves, the Judds. And here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of April 11th, 2021. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode was so exciting. We had to push it a day just so we could fit in all the amazing things that happened the CMT Awards. This show was so much fun. There were so many incredible performances. Have to kick things off by saying how sad I was that Kelsey Ballerini couldn't be there in person when I first found out that she would be helping host from home. I was wondering what that was going to look like, but CMT did such an incredible job. The quality of the footage that we got from her I mean, it was like she was almost there. And the fact that she was recovering from COVID and did five outfit changes, did her own makeup and hair and styling and everything was just so incredible to me. She is such a superstar. And while we are on the subject of her, we have to just also talk about the fact that she did her first live performance of her new single, Heart First, which we will get more into later, but she absolutely slayed. I was loving the look. The aesthetic of the whole performance was just so cool. And you never would have known she was getting over COVID. Like I said, she just did such an incredible job. If you haven't gotten to see that yet, it is a must watch for this week. All the videos are up on CMT's page and YouTube. You can watch the full performances. She just did such a spectacular job. Some other amazing performances I'd like to highlight for you. You know I couldn't get through the episode without talking about them. Maren Morris and Ryan heard they performed I Can't Love You Anymore off her new album Humble Quest and they absolutely slayed per usual and they're just the cutest couple ever again you can catch that performance up on YouTube you're gonna want to have this one on repeat I also loved performances from Miranda Lambert Mickey Guyton performed with the Black Pumas which was a really incredible look into their upcoming CMT Crossroads episode as soon as that airs you know we'll have more to speak on that. And honestly, everyone just did such an amazing job. Kenny Chesney closed out the show and he's just such a legend. I mean, just watching him, you can see why his career has lasted so long. He is just such a showman and his songs are so fun and such a great way to close out the show. But beyond performances, there were just so many exciting things that happened, including the awards, of course. And I am going to to break that all down here for you now. 
First up, we have to talk about the CMT Digital First Performance of the Year. This is for musical performance from a productions series or live stream created for CMT Digital slash social channels. And this one went to Cody Johnson for Dear Rodeo from the CMT Campfire Sessions. I am absolutely obsessed with the Campfire Sessions. I really hope those keep going. I know they did them because of COVID and they just have the best content. CMT comes up with the best, best content. And those shows were so fun. Love Cody. Think he did such an amazing job on that. Next up, we have to talk about CMT Performance of the Year. That went to the legend himself, George Strait, for Is Anybody Going to San Antone from CMT Giants for the Charlie Pride celebration. That was so moving. Such an incredible performance. If you haven't watched that yet, you can check it out now on YouTube. Next up was Collaborative Video of the Year, which to no surprise went to Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood for their song, If I Didn't Love You. This song literally has just taken over the world, truly. I feel like I hear it on every radio station, sometimes not even country radio stations, but two powerhouses like them, it's no surprise. Breakthrough Video of the Year, which was presented by Sonic, went to Parker McCollum for his song, To Be Loved by you. And honestly, this is another song that I have literally just been absolutely hearing everywhere and so well-deserved, such a great job. But all of the artists in that category, Breland, Caitlin Smith, LV Shane, Priscilla Block, Tennille Arts, also deserving of these nominations. If you have not checked these artists out yet, make sure you do now because they are bound to blow up. Next up is Group Duo Video of the Year, which went to Maddie and Tay for Woman You Got. And this was honestly probably one of the funniest award acceptances I've ever seen. It was definitely the most animated of the night. They just have waited so long for an award like this. So exciting. Tay was at home with her baby and Maddie accepted on their behalf and she gave a great speech. Again, if you haven't checked that out yet, you can watch it on YouTube, of course. Next up, we have to talk about male video of the year, which went to Cody Johnson for Till You Can't. That was a really exciting one. He was up against some serious heavy hitters. Eric Church, Kate Brown, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, and Walker Hayes. I was actually blown away by this choice. Not that he wasn't deserving of it. I just really didn't expect it to go to him, but I'm so happy it did because it's such a great song, such a great video. Next up, female video of the year. And this category was absolutely stacked with all my favorite ladies, but the winner was Miss Miranda Lambert, If I Was a Cowboy. This song and the video, beyond epic. But honestly, all the ladies were deserving. Up against her were Brandi Carlisle, Gabby Barrett, Casey Musgraves, Maren Morris, Mickey Guyton, and Tennille Arts. All absolute legends and all deserving of these nominations. And last but not least, you know we have to talk about Video of the Year. This went to, no surprise, Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood, If I Didn't Love You. As I said earlier, this song literally has taken over the airwaves and I am not surprised at all at one video of the year. There were so many heavy hitters in this one too. There was Brandi Carlisle, Cody Johnson, Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson, Casey Musgraves, Kane Brown, Kelsey Ballerini, and Kenny Chesney, Mara Morris, Mickey Guyton, Miranda Lambert, and 
Taylor Swift with Chris Stapleton. This one, honestly, I felt like could have gone to anyone in the category. Um, but again, like I said, Jason and Carrie taking over the world. Some other fun moments that happened at the show that I thought were absolutely hilarious was just really the commentary between Anthony Mackie and Kane Brown, who graciously stepped in for Kelsey Ballerini to be another onstage host. And their chemistry was just so great. They were so fun. Also, another really fun memory was at one point during the show, Mary Morris and Ryan Hurst were sat next to Taylor Lautner and his fiance, also named Taylor, and my inner Twilight fan and my Marin Morrison Ryan Hurd's inner Stan self almost had a conniption. You can check out a photo of that up on my Instagram page at Marin's Girls Now. It just was such a great night. There were so many amazing people there. Gail King, the Fab Five, Dennis Quaid. I mean, I could go on and on talking about the show forever, but you can watch it on demand if you have Paramount Plus or CBS. And it is just such an incredible show. I can't already wait for next year's. Now, I think I've talked your ear off enough about the CMT Awards. It's time to dive in to the hottest news in country music this week. The hottest. The Judds announced that tickets for their final tour will go on sale on April 15th on the website. You can check out the details for that. So exciting. I don't know if you know this about me. I've probably mentioned it in a previous episode. So if you've listened, you know that I am a redhead myself. So I have always had definite love for these ladies. Us gingers always have to support each other. We are a small part of the population, so it's like being in a cool club. But I am so excited for this tour and the fact that it's their final tour. I mean, if you're fans of them, get tickets ASAP because once they're gone, they're gone and you are not going to want to miss out. Going to be an insane tour. Speaking of tour dates, I have another exciting announcement. Garth Brooks set a new date at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. So all of my Texas fans or anyone who wants to head out and take a little road trip, that is going to be a beyond epic show. And as if that wasn't exciting enough, he also confirmed that he'll be opening a bar and entertainment venue in downtown Nashville at 411 Broadway. It's really incredible to see how all these artists are taking over Broadway. I feel like lately I've seen news about some historic venues who are leaving Broadway, which is sad, but we also have all these amazing artists who are bringing their own places. So that is so exciting. And as soon as we have more details, you know, I'll tell you all about it here. Now it's time we dive in to new music this week. New, 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 First up, have to talk about one of the queens of country herself, Miss Carrie Underwood. She released the title track from her upcoming album, Denim and Rhinestones. And of course, in true Carrie fashion, it's an absolute jam. I'm sure it'll go number one at radio. And it is such a great sneak peek into what I'm sure is going to be an incredible album. I'm also just loving the whole vibe. Like if you go check out all the artwork for this, like Everything is literally denim and sequins. And if you don't know who Daniel Diamond is, he works with all the country music stars on their clothes for this like 
gorgeous, stunning, like rhinestone fringe and all these amazing outfits. So it takes a village and that's just part of the village making Carrie Underwood look shiny and spectacular. Make sure you check this one out. It's an absolute bop. I have been so excited to talk about this one all week. Kelsey Ballerini released the first song off of KB4, which is like unreal for me to think about because it feels like Kelsey was released just like yesterday because the pandemic, you know, as slow as it felt, it also went really fast. It made the last two years like kind of fly by, at least for me. So the fact that we're already at KB4 just has me losing my mind. I'm such a huge fan of hers. And this song is so good. It's a perfect example of how amazing of a writer she is. And the production on this from Shane McNally is just unreal. It's an absolute bop. If it doesn't go number one, I will literally just, I'll just fall on the ground, literally. And I'll have a riot because it is that good. Make sure you listen to it. This is me telling you it's your must listen for the week. Leanne Rhymes shared the track How Much a Heart Can Hold from her upcoming God's Work album, which is expected to be released on September 16th. Fun story for you here. I was in lower school or actually middle school. I was like in fifth grade and I sang at a school concert How Do I Live Without You by Leanne. She was my favorite artist at the time. She still is one of my favorite artists. She's a legend and always will be. But I have just always been in such awe of her. And then when I got older, seeing her sing in Coyote Ugly, I mean, she just truly transcends all. She's so amazing. And this song is no different. She is proving that she's still got it. Not like she'd ever lose it, but she has still got it. And it's just such a beautiful peek into what is going to be an incredible album. And if you didn't know, Leanne will be doing her own episode of CMT Crossroads. She'll be joined by Mickey Guyton, Carly Pierce, Ashley McBride. It is going to be such a stellar show. You know I will be here to tell you all about it once it happens. Cole Swindell dropped She Had Me at Heads, Carolina. His ode to 90s country hit Heads, Carolina, Tales, California. I absolutely love when newer artists do olds to like incredibly famous or just like classic songs. I think it's so fun and his take on it is so fantastic. I mean, everything Cole does like is unreal. Like everything he touches turns to gold. So this is another must listen for the week. And I can't say who, but I can tease that there is another artist who I am friendly with, who will be releasing an ode to a very famous non-country artist coming out eventually. So more on that later. Uh, I can't give any more hints than that, but if you figure it out, send me a DM. Maybe I'll let you know if you're right. Alana Springsteen released her new track, New Number, and this song, anyone who has broken up with someone and had so much trouble getting them off their mind will totally relate to this one. She's basically just saying, can you please change your number so I can't call you anymore? And I think we've all had those deep, desperate type moments and it is such a great song. I've talked about Alana many times before on previous episodes. She has such an incredible voice. And again, this is another new artist that you want to add to your library now before she pops off. Lexi Hayden released her new single, Tequila for Two, and I love her. I think she is so incredible. She's definitely another up and coming artist that you are gonna wanna check out. 
And I love this song. You know, it's another drowning your sorrow song, but the lyrics are so visual. Like they paint such a fantastic picture that it's not just another drown your sorrow song. It's so much more than that. And she's so incredibly talented. It's another new and upcoming artist you want to add to your library. Caitlin Smith released her new ballad, Maybe in Another Life, off of her new album, High, which is incredible. I literally cannot get enough of this woman. She is just absolutely divine. Her lyrics, her vocals. I mean, I honestly can't say enough about her. And if you haven't listened to her album yet, as soon as you're done this, please go put it on. It's absolutely insane. Jillian Cartarelli released her new Heartbreak single, What's It Gonna Take? And it is a jam. She's so good. And this song is all about what's it gonna take to get over that person that's no longer in your life. And I think we've all been there and can relate to that in one way or another. Thompson Squared shared their single, Country In My Soul. And this song is so fun. The lyrics are just fantastic. This is such a country song. I could definitely see it going big on the radio. And honestly, you're gonna wanna add this to your summer playlist ahead of time. I mean, it's spring now, so you wanna listen to it now too, but this is going to be an absolute summer jam. Tim Hicks dropped his new single, High Rollers, and this song is really fun. Another great one to add to your summer playlist. It is about taking that paycheck you just got and living like a high roller at the casinos. It's so fun. It's so tongue in cheek. You are not going to want to miss out on this one. Ross Flores shared his new song, Cannonball, and it is an absolute jam. This is definitely on the rock side of country. So for all my rockers out there, you're going to absolutely go bananas for this one. So good. And last but certainly never least, Miss Miranda Lambert, one of my favorite girls of all time, released her new song, Actin' Up, which will be on her new album, Palomino. Another incredible peek into the album. And this song is so fun. There's a lyric about Tiger Woods in it that is savage in the best way. I love it so much. And it just so happens to also be our video of the week. Video of the week. The video features Miranda somewhere out in the desert, maybe even Joshua Tree, but it's just so fun. It's so her. She's dressed in the most glorious cowgirl style clothing like she usually is, and she just looks phenomenal. It is your must watch for the week. And this song, you're going to have it on repeat. This week, I was lucky enough to sit down with the legend himself, Mr. Tommy Townsend. We talked about his new album that's coming out, which has been over 25 years in the making, and he worked with some absolute legends on it. You're not going to want to miss out on it. You can hear it all here now. I am so excited to talk to you. I think you have one of the coolest, if not the coolest stories of any artists I've gotten to interview. Oh man, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it is It is kind of a cool story. <laughs> I, You know what? Let's just dive right in. I have yeah. to just tell the listeners right now that your new album, Southern Man, which comes out April 29th, mm -hmm. has been 
over 25 years in the making. It has been, yes. It uh, it was well. It's actually been longer than that when it actually started. Jerry Bridges first took me into the studio when I was a senior in high school and recorded stuff. Southern Man we recorded then, and then uh, a few years after that was when Waylon and Jerry both got involved with it, and then we recut Southern Man and. Oh, the, the whole album has uh, evolved over a, about a 10-year period of, you know, as I matured, you know, as I was a teenager when we first started, we recorded stuff up until uh, like 97. And then, what you know, Waylon passed away in 2002. Uh, and for some reason, it never came out, you know. So uh, I've, I've always said that, uh, you know, people ask me why it never came out. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. You know, maybe Waylon's passing was one thing, but... You know, I always think it's, it's all in God's timing when stuff happens. So, you know, <laughs> I agree. I feel like things always happen when they happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, I know I said this before, but this is like the coolest story ever. When I was researching before this, I was like this, like how, first of all, how unbelievable that it's been so long since you created it. Uh -huh. But also, like, working with Waylon and Jerry, I mean, that's so huge. Yeah, I always tell people, I said, yeah, I started at the top and worked my way down, <laughs> you know. Because <laughs> it was like, you know, when I went to Nashville, that's what I did. I'd moved to Nashville and at the end of 95, and then, uh, you know, Waylon was working with me at that, that point, and Jerry, and, and then Waylon's management company kind of signed me on to help manage me and develop me and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that was that was cool. It's so insane. It's killer. And what a beginning for an artist, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it's funny that you know that record laid in the closet for a long time until uh uh I got I got signed with um, Chuck Rhodes over at uh, uh BFD Audio of Nashville. And uh that they they had signed me not because of that album, the the conversation of that album actually came up during a meeting a few months later. We were actually going to go and record a new album. That's amazing. So how did you decide to unearth this one and bring it to light? Well, it, uh, Craig Campbell, um, he's a longtime friend of mine. He does publicity for us and helps manage me. And anyway, um, it came up in a, a meeting one day that uh, and Craig had told Chuck, said, well, Tommy has this uh, uh, album that Waylon Jennings and, and Jerry Bridges produced um uh, that never came out and chuck rhodes you know he's a music grow industry you know industry icon himself and he's like you got what <laughs> and uh so he wanted to hear it so i sent him some cds that i had had pressed up that we kind of you know sold it chose or whatever and um so anyway he heard it loved it sent it to the new york office they heard it they loved it and he called craig and says can we put that album out first? He said, it's one of the best country albums I've heard in 10 years. And let alone that, the story behind it with Waylon being involved. And I'm like, yeah, because I, I think that was a great album and, and it, it deserves to see the light of day. You know, because the, the songs that are on it, uh, I didn't write any of the songs uh, because at that time I wasn't writing. And uh, But um, they were written by like Dean Dillon and um, Roger Murrah, Troy Steele, Fred Noblock, you know, Waylon. So it was, you know, Marty Stewart came in and played mandolin on one of the cuts, you know, and all that stuff. And, and you know, at the time when I was in the studio, you know, those writers were coming by and hanging out at that 
time, I didn't realize how valuable they were to country music, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really now, you know, especially now, because Dean Delaney wrote all those George Strait songs and everything. It's so, it's such an incredible story. And when I was researching beforehand and listening to your songs, I was just singing to myself, like Dean Dillon, like all these people, this is truly unreal. And honestly, like it would be a total shame if this record never got to see the light of day. It's just yeah, yeah. So incredible people attached to it. And obviously yourself. So incredible too. So it's just unreal. I'm yeah. It, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad to see it in the light of day. And, and uh, you know, Southern man has been out. Uh, the single has been out a little over a month and uh, we've had, um, had way over a hundred thousand streams across the board on Pandora and Spotify and all the streaming outlets. And um, I think it's kind of up in the country music rankings on the pre-sale orders on iTunes. That's incredible mm -hmm. as it should be. Cause what, yeah. from what I've heard of it so far, it's, you know, it's to me, it's like real country. Like it's just yeah. so true to the roots and, yeah. you know, we don't get to hear too much of that anymore. Um, still some people hanging around doing, yeah, yeah. Stuff on the old, like old style stuff, and I love that. I adore that. That's what I grew up on. So it's incredible. Yeah. I think with Spotify and all this streaming stuff, um, anybody that you know likes that kind of, they can they can find it now. And um, I was I was telling someone in an interview earlier that I can't remember who told me this, but they're they're like it's it seems like I don't know where it was. We were at a country radio seminar, and I was interviewing with somebody. And they were saying it seemed like country music was going to kind of maybe split to where it was traditional country and you got your modern country or whatever. And, and I, you know, I, I respect Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan and all those guys. I think they're great. Uh, but I, that's not what I do. You know, I mean, I do the, the more traditional sound or whatever. But uh, I was lead singer for Wagmore's Outlaws for, you know, started that in 2008. You know, all just about all of our shows that were sold out everywhere we went and whether whether they'd be, you know, thousand seater theaters or whatever. Uh, I mean, we played some 20,000 seat festivals or whatever, but that time I was, I was noticing the young, there, there was people there from, from 20 years old to 75 years old. And I thought that was so cool that uh, different age gap, loving that kind of music. Yeah, it is really incredible. And that's, you know, I got into country music when I was little because of my grandfather mm -hmm. played all all the, you know, old legends and, yeah. you know, and I, you know, then more modern stuff started coming out and I got into mm -hmm. that as well. So yeah. Yeah. it's just, it's such a cool genre and it's, you know, it's such a melting pot. There's so many different sounds and I think mm -hmm. that's what makes it so special. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think so too. Uh, the record labels, you know, uh, want me to do another album and I would, I would love to do one um, with all different styles. I mean, I, you know, I like pop stuff. I like, bluegrass stuff i like gospel stuff you know and i'd like to just go in and cut a record you know maybe the next one that's just music you know absolutely mm -hmm. so speaking of uh more new music are you writing with anyone right now i am yeah i've been uh writing quite a bit lately hopefully do it uh, you know the next album because we'll be going sometime next year and recording a new one so i've been doing some writing and i'm an artist that uh, i don't have to write everything i record i i I think I can recognize if the song that somebody else has written is better than mine, you know? So I'm, I'm out for the best song, whether it's mine or some, someone else's. That's so awesome. Yeah. So I know you have some touring coming up as well. Yeah. We, uh, we leave this Saturday. We're doing the 
country music crews uh, with Josh Turner and um, Lori Morgan and Neil McCoy and T.G. Shepard, T. Graham Brown. There's a whole slew of uh, uh, people that I grew up you know, listen to, too, on it, you know, so my heroes are on that. Oh my gosh, how incredible, where is it going? Uh, it leaves uh, from Fort Lauderdale, and then I think it goes to Cozumel, and somewhere else in Mexico, oh my gosh. and then I think it goes to maybe the Grand Caymans, or something, a seven-day cruise, I've never done a seven-day cruise before, we've always done the Sirius XM Outlaw cruise, and uh, that's always been like a four-day cruise, and we just got stuff coming up here and there. That's so awesome. I can't imagine like going on a country cruise. That sounds unbelievable. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and sit down with me. I just think oh. your story is absolutely incredible. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited about the uh, Southern Man is out now on all streaming outlets. The album drops April 29th, I believe. <laughs> That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. podcast is produced by me ashley kim i also executive produce alongside my team at horseshoe media you can submit your artist organization or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured if you love this episode please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening shout out to our friends track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast check out their newest ep big dreams wherever you listen to music All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.